0: Welcome to Building Leaders everyone, the show about the creative geniuses that are building our world. My name is Angelos Nicolaou, I'm the director at Sector and your host. With us as always, Michael Solomontos, our Vice President. We love talking to the superstars of the construction industry and sharing their stories with you on this show. If you have anyone that you'd like us to interview, please feel free to share their contact details with us at info at sector.build. Again, that's info at sector.build. Thanks, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. so um yeah if you can start by introducing um uh, uh, yourself uh just name okay. and then um the position your position and, and the company that you're at and we'll start off yes.
1: that. yeah so so uh, so first of all uh, thanks for having me okay. um and just the, the quick introduction my, my name is Soren Christensen I'm from uh, Denmark and I'm working with I think in Denmark it's the biggest construction company called uh so it's a Danish uh construction company uh, that operates across a number of different segments uh, so of course uh, the main thing is construction but we also have a lot of activities within ground engineering uh, rail uh, and, and and so on um, so so we 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 uh our, our, our main activities are on the, the big big construction projects in the northern part of uh, of europe so, so, so Denmark is, of course, a, a, a main market, but also Norway, Sweden, uh, Germany.
0: Another division
1: is what we call pipe technology, uh, so, so pipe renewal, and that, that's also uh, one of our main um, areas where we also operate in, in many parts of, of Europe. So it's an old Danish company uh, with a with a great story, and we can, of course, dive into that. Um, so my role in, in Ausland is, is uh, I think my title is called Innovation Lead. Uh, it's not that important to me. So what I'm trying to do is to, 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 to drive this innovation agenda, uh, specifically focusing on uh, digital business development.
0: Yeah. And that's mainly also
1: the area that I've worked with for the last 10, 10 15 years. Uh, so both innovation management and business development. And as you mentioned, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rather new to the construction industry, but I've worked with these themes. Um uh, many years uh, so so uh, yeah i'm new to the construction industry i've only been there for for a few years
0: that's really cool can you tell us a little bit about that how did you um how did you end up here um so if if, yeah. if for anyone who's listening i mean i uh, definitely invite you to go and visit uh, soren's um LinkedIn profile I mean you're going to see PwC there um you're going to see Lego education you're going to see Felix. you're going to see so many such a diverse background is so interesting um but tell us a little bit about that how did you end up in construction and you know what's your <laughs> opinion so far <laughs>
1: yeah I mean um I'm, I'm I'm not the the kind of guy with this uh this uh great career plan that that tries to plan everything so so uh um, it's it's quite interesting. I, I will not say it's it's a coincidence that I ended up in, in the construction industry because it has always been in my interest. Um, so so just to, to rewind a bit, I'm I'm an engineer uh, as, as a profession, um, and and as, as you mentioned, I started my career in uh, in, in, in production industry in at, at Velux. Uh, and maybe you know the, uh, the leading company within the roof-like windows, um, and in that position, I was sort of bridging product development and manufacturing. So, so what we did was that we have this <clears throat> combination of uh, the, the the market needs, product development, and production, and how to make sure that these functions sort of click, how they align. And make sure that what's developed is actually what the customer is requiring, and also something that can be produced and and, and scaled. So, so I worked for Velux for I guess five years, um, uh, being responsible for the manufacturing part of uh, new product introductions, uh, and also when we changed some of the core platforms, uh, product platforms, I was involved uh, in, in that uh, together with. Uh, a few other guys coordinating this match between market, product, and production. Mm. So that was quite interesting. Um, and then, and, and that's sort of the same thing. I could have stayed with Boilups for for many many years because it's a truly great company. Um, but 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 then I uh, then I I went for new adventures at at the Lego Group. So that was sort of the first first step. And then. Uh, I've always been sort of uh, inspired by the Lego company and and what the Lego company is doing, Uh, not only in terms of of the product, but also the sort of the great ambition uh, with the company. Um, So I got the opportunity to head up the the project management team uh, in Lego education. So one of the divisions in Lego. Mm. Um, So in addition to managing the the, the team of uh, product managers, I was also involved in some of the the introductions, both the product side, but also some of the sort of organizational projects that we ran. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so that was sort of, VLUX was the link between uh, product and production. Uh, My journey into Lego was more on the product side. So how do we develop some some truly great uh, products and also how do we Sort of synchronize the physical building experience with the digital building experience. Mm. So Mindstorms was one of the products that I worked quite intense on together with a, a very great team.
0: Very cool. Very cool.
1: And um, and
0: and then how did the uh, how did the opportunity to let's say move into construction? What so when you say engineering, was it civil engineering or, or mechanical, electrical? Well, I
1: would call it I would call it business engineering. I mean some of some of the Danish universities we have a sort of offer this business engineering approach where you have a sort of a technical foundation but then what you're actually applying the engineering thinking of is all the business processes i love uh, it so focusing on the, the the process related to product development uh, production logistics sales marketing and so on mm. so i would call it a, a business engineering degree so so uh not in that sense a classic engineer uh, technical engineering so uh, i come short when it comes to uh, to, to to the to, to the hardcore construction uh, guys <laughs> and, and the engineers when they start talking details uh, i know the language but i cannot uh, challenge them in any way uh, that's not my area of uh, well,
0: expertise I, I sort of come short as well because my background is in construction management so uh yeah. construction management project management so you know i feel you i yeah. think we're in the same boat
1: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: but yeah um uh, tell us about that so you know after lego you sort of went into consulting and you know quite a considerable amount of time right pwc and so on and so forth you know how yeah
1: yeah um but again, it was a bit of a coincidence, but also something that I have always wanted to try. Mm. So, so this about being a consultant. I think it it uh, it puts you on a, uh, to to the test in in a different way than, than working in a company somehow. So you need to, to to of course you also need to deliver when you are in the, in, in a company. Uh, that should not be under, uh, misunderstood. But but as a consultant, you need to be. Or at least i think you need to be the very best if another company will hire you in so i think that was a that was a great challenge uh, and i also uh, the the reason why i did that was that, that i have gained quite a lot of experience uh, especially from from the Lego group which could be used uh, elsewhere mm-hmm. so so uh, that was an interesting journey uh, also a quite steep learning curve um, so that was that was great also being part of uh, pwc with the, the it's a truly global company also a a a global knowledge base that you can tap into so so that was that was a really great uh, learning experience yeah and then then to your question um I think I entered into the construction industry sort of driven by my passion for for digital business development but also for sustainability and when you just look at the different um um different sectors, the, the construction industry just have a very large footprint yeah. when it comes to sustainability. And uh, I was quite curious or fueled by a, a curiosity to, 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 to dig into this huge potential. Both, I mean, how can we leverage uh, digitalization to deliver business value and also how can we use innovation and, and digital tools? to to help the industry uh, in, in in the sustainability agenda. So I think that was the main reasons. and then yeah, it just happens to, uh, to, to fall into place.
0: what well, was it was it hard for you? you know when you let's say when you saw that position or you know if you were recruited, was it was it difficult for you to, let's say convince um, the, 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 the the construction company to you know have um, um, you know look into you and consider you? Or do you think it was, you know, a, a right fit and uh, easy based on your background?
1: Uh, well, that's a question for the management team, uh, <laughs> I guess. But, but 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 I don't think so uh, because I mean, what, what I was hired to do was to, or is we we we're not there yet, to, to 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 boost innovation and and drive digital business development. Mm-hmm. And I actually think uh, I would actually flip it around and say maybe it's 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 it's, it's an advantage that i'm i'm not a product of the construction industry Uh, so so this about bringing some inspiration and some experience from other industries uh, i would argue that that was maybe the reason why i got the position Um, which i which i think is, is is truly important for the construction industry to be open for input from other industries because there's a lot of things that we can learn from other industries
0: yeah yeah I would love to know
1: I'd love to know you know I heard
0: you as you were talking uh, mentioned that Lego is a great company Vilex was a great company you got a lot of experience from you know working in the consulting world you know the construction industry and I'm sure you know as a as a as a newcomer you know two years ago when you joined um you must have seen some things that perhaps were uh, frustrating or you know just the general what what we hear about construction you know being you know behind the times but I'm just curious what do you think the construction industry can learn from all the
1: other industries that that um mm. been in? um well the, the the first that sort of strikes me when, when you yeah. ask the yeah. ask the question that's I mean that's hard to re- neglect this productivity gap yeah and I guess uh, that's on on your agenda also and it's I guess it's not new to the listeners, but but there's just when, when you compare the construction industry to other industries and and, and consider how has the productivity developed mm-hmm. over the last say 50 years, I mean that that's that puzzles me, and I was also uh, that that was one of the things that why I was I was interested in, in knowing this industry better because in construction it has been close to flat, and of course. There are some exceptions to that. Uh, I think it's when when you dive into those numbers, it's much more detailed than just saying that construction haven't improved in productivity, because I'm sure that you can find uh, many areas and you can also find that within the in uh, the that has increased significantly, but just on a general level, uh, this productivity gap is definitely one of the areas where we can learn from other industries. Because if you take the manufacturing industry, they have just continuously increased productivity yeah Uh, and it puzzles me why haven't the same uh, development happened in construction industry yeah so so that's that's at least one of them uh, the the things that I think is very interesting that we sort of start to learn the dynamics that are in play and what causes this lack of productivity increase
0: what's your what's your initial take on that you know um Mm -hmm. maybe you know you've been here for two years now I'm sure you've formed some sort of an opinion Mm -hmm. as to what might have caused that I'm just curious what do you think
1: well I think first of all I don't think it's there's no simple answer to that yeah um so when when I started I thought that hey there must be a few key reasons for that I think it's 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 quite a, a a detailed puzzle but I do think that one of the elements in it is sort of the, the, the cultural issues. Um, so, so, so by definition, construction is project based. Yeah. Uh, so, so this continuous learning and improvement, it doesn't seem to kick in uh, similar to other industries, uh, which I guess makes sense. Because when you have a manufacturing company and production line, uh, it's the same and same and same and you, continue, you can you optimize it all the way. However, I think that barrier that that say we, we can't do the same because it's the projects are not uh, the same they are all unique. I think that somehow falls short that assumption. Uh, I mean, when you look at the different projects, I know maybe the output the the building is not the same every time, but the processes uh, and therefore the learnings this it should be uh, transferable. Uh, yeah, uh, at, at least that's that's my take on it, and maybe uh um, or hopefully digital innovation is 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 one of the keys to unlock uh, the potential at least that's that's my thinking of it yeah
0: yeah no i i I mean i I certainly agree with that um you know there are things that are different from project to project but there's no reason why we should use a different document management system from one project to another or a different project management system from one project to another uh yeah. perhaps you know in the past we had the excuse um that you know not enough systems were out there and so on and so forth and we didn't have that many options but now you know the technology is there i mean yeah. um it's about time we we make a choice and you know what you say is, is very very important it, it's it's really the transfer of knowledge from from one project to another even if it is project based there are these mm-hmm. universal um learnings um but yeah. uh, 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 a little bit more. A little bit more on the culture. Um, do you think that it's just that? Is is it just about the the projects when it comes to let's say the the the, the lack of innovation? Or what have you seen in other industries that have let's say influenced them to innovate versus um, versus construction? What are you not seeing here?
1: Yeah, I think, okay. I, and that's um, that, that's. Actually, the other thing that I would, would highlight that we could learn from other industries, that's that's this inno- innovation focus um, and also maybe also linked to that, this digital maturity. I mean, how digital mature are we? Um, one of the challenges is that in, in, in other companies, like take Lego as an example, um, I mean, there is that the product itself allows for innovation both in terms of what the product is about to do, but also the the, the the processes and also the margins allows for a lot of innovation, not only on the product side, but also on, 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 the, on the process side, production and so on, go to market and all those issues. And there I see a, a potential challenge because in, in construction, we are running with small margins uh, and, 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 and risk management is one of the top priorities and should be. So, so 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 this natural playing field for for, for, for innovation which in itself but by nature poses a challenge and uncertainty yeah i think we need to find a good way to sort of make room for that um maybe not specifically tied to to, to the execution projects because that the, the the nature of the two worlds sort of collide however we we, we we must find some way to doing that and and maybe and at least I'm in favor of projects where several of the sort of the players in the industry sort of join forces and and make that happen in order to to increase the performance and the innovation and and productivity of the whole sector Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered your question but but I think that's at least some of my thoughts related to not only culture but also just the very nature of the construction industry
0: yeah you know I think one one will bring the other, right? So you know yeah. we innovate a little bit, things get a little bit more exciting. Then that younger, you know we, we do have a big age gap in construction. you know, seventy yep. percent of the uh, construction workforce is over forty five right now. So mm-hmm. um you know that we don't seem to be attracting enough younger um, people and enough young teams, and you know we we hear about the labor shortage over and over and yep. over again you know and it's across the board right it's from engineering to uh, you know actual labor um yep. but you know I think with uh with, with following this approach you know a, a little bit of innovation um maybe a little better margins than the year after um maybe a little bit more of an investment in innovation and then one brings the other and hopefully you know we get to the point where we are because sustainability is such a massive um we have such a massive opportunity there to to improve the system sustainability of our planet you know you said yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a big part it, it's 40 percent, 40 percent of all co2 emissions are because of the construction industry well construction yeah. building industry so yeah. you know it's really in our hands to make a massive impact
1: um yeah and therefore I also think when you say a little bit here and a little bit there uh, I would say that's that's done enough because that's that's uh, that's at least what the other industries are doing <laughs> so, we, yeah. we, so so in order to catch up we need more speed so so we need a lot of everything in in, in my head so so this about and and I fully agree with you this about uh, tracking talent that will be a battlefield it it, it starts to, to 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 heat up uh and, and it will just accelerate yeah. uh, not only in in country specific but on a global scale and there I think it, Construction industry is not sort of accelerating. Then, then the other uh, industries will just continue to to to, to pull the the the, the, the best uh, people. Uh, and there's just a lot of profiles which are shared among the, the different industries. So, so, so the digital savvy uh, young guys, we need those in the construction industry. And therefore, we need to pick up speed fast. Yeah.
0: Now, I have two questions for you. Um, what are some of the areas that you feel construction must innovate in must digitize or innovate in any other way and what are um your favorite areas that (laughs) that that that, you know what are your some of your favorite technologies perhaps um that we can use in in construction
1: um well basically I'm, i'm not it's wrong to say that I'm not excited about specific technologies, because I am, but, but I'm, what I'm really fueled about is technology or combination of digital technologies that can deliver business value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course, and I guess all of us are sort of uh, passionate about some, some key technologies, and I'll be happy to come back to those. But what really interests me is, is, is when they are translated into business value, or have the potential to do so. Um, so so, so that said, of course, I, I do have a list of technologies that I find highly relevant and, and that we spend some time on monitoring and also trying out. Um, so one of them is, is, of course, AI. I mean, that's that's difficult to, to, to neglect. Um, so, so I'm getting super tired of uh, chat and voice bots uh, <laughs> and, and that's sort of the uh, the usual example of, of of ai but i do think we start to see some real business potential in in the ai technologies hmm. and i think that will be a huge uh, sort of digital technology that we'll see in the construction industry in the years to come uh, maybe it needs a few more years but i think the first services and the first uh, offerings are starting to emerge and it, it looks uh, very interesting
0: yeah yeah so
1: so that's that, that's one example um I I do also think that that AI uh, of course we use both uh, VR and AI uh, at the moment I'm especially interested in AI uh, so so where we can um and we are running some 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 pilot projects now both on on the construction side allowing uh, for, for sort of site visualization and, and bridging the the physical uh, side with the I did sort of train, but I also we, we start experimenting with this remote assist where you also use uh, augmented reality uh, to, to help uh, in, in sort of efficient problem solving and, and also training process. So that's another one. Um, and then if I should point on a third technology among many, uh, I think that that, that, that I've seen uh, uh, and a lot of sensors uh, iot sensors will be huge uh, not only on the construction side but also uh, in in buildings i mean if you i mean it's it's compare a building to a car and and see how how intelligent the car is and the the amount of sensors built into a car compared to a building and and i would be very surprised if we don't start to see a rapid increase in a lot of iot sensors built into all components in the in the in the buildings to make them smart and um, so so that, that's also one of the things that, that we're looking into also when it comes to uh, some of the construction material and how we construct things do, do
0: you see these solutions that you mentioned um ai ar um uh, 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 and um uh, uh, IOT, IOT, right? Do you see these three solutions being necessary for the industry, or do you see them as nice to have? And I and I say this, I'm going to elaborate a little bit more because I have have something in mind. I was at a customer the other day, and I said, you know, uh, IOT is being adapted in a in a really fast pace and. And yeah. I specifically said AI is being adapted in a really fast pace. Um, yeah. And I said, you know, that the, these companies are now getting so much knowledge and transferring knowledge from one project to another, and everything is yes. archetyped and they're, you know, they're, um, they're, they're, they're organizing and, and, and saving. And um, I said specifically to him um, that you're going to, you know, companies that don't adapt will just fall so much behind. And yeah. he told me, "You think that's what's going to keep me behind?" He says, "You have no idea." And I was just, you know, yeah. you know, it's not. I, I'm used to it. I'm used to it because, yeah. you know, we 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 do get pushback for innovation. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just curious, you know, what's 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 your opinion on these? Obviously, you know, these are some of my favorite mm-hmm. subjects. But yeah. what do you think? Um, are they necessary? Or are they, you know, nice to have?
1: Well, it's it's. I think that that if the construction industry and the, the, the players in the, the established players in the construction see don't sort of leverage these technologies, they will be challenged by uh, new players in the market. For, because I mean, these technologies, they will change the game. So, so if the existing players don't grab those opportunities, then they will have a hard time, I think um uh, and, and I mean that I don't like the the, the word disruption but more, maybe more transformation there will be a transformation of the construction industry
0: yeah
1: I think we all already see some 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 pretty clear signs that it's 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 starting to to to, to now and it's accelerating so those companies and organizations that says nah that's that's not for us so let's let's wait and see I think they are in for a surprise because mm. if you as a company don't start uh, paying attention, interest, and start to learn about these new technologies. There, there will come other players with speed and and, and take the market. Uh, I think we've seen that in other industries, and why shouldn't that happen in the construction industry? Yeah, uh, I know it's a big business, but you also can have some some new entrants with uh, with some muscle that that can that can change the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, an example that. Perhaps comes to my mind is uh, with taxi or with, you know, ordering food. You used to have to call for that, for those things. And yeah. now it's just an app and you can see where your food, for no reason. But I'll check where the food delivery person is like 10 times by the time they arrive here. Just want to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even think about calling the restaurant anymore. If it's not on an app, I just don't order. Um, exactly. yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just too early in construction, you know, and, and that's why some don't see it. I love your approach I love what you just said
1: yeah I think and I I mean uh, other industries where where you also have a lot of tradition Take take the banking industry yeah I mean would you maybe five seven years ago would you have foreseen that the banking industry is in for a crazy disruption Uh, I wouldn't but but that's exactly what's happened right now and that's also sort of a very established industry yeah, um, and I I truly believe that the same thing will happen uh, in, in construction. Of course, it's a different ball game, um, and you also have the physical side of it. I mean, you need to build something. It's it's not it's not only software, but I do think that that it shouldn't be sort of a a, a sleeping mat for us. We we need to to get on our toes, and 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 that's exactly what 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 we're trying to do to say well, how do we prepare for these technologies? How do we test these new technologies? Uh, and, and some of the tests then falls out and say, hmm, uh, that didn't work out. Uh, maybe it's still too early or we need to find other areas where we can use the technology. But if you don't start exploring, uh, sort of getting your feet wet and, and establish sort of a new way of working that can that can sort of embrace these new technologies and do it in a smart way, then I think I think you'll have a problem later on.
0: I think you just opened um a whole new subject, which I, I see we have some time and I'd love to dive into, which mm-hmm. is banking and construction, right? Because you know, you have construction is an industry with low margins. So we really depend yeah. on the banking, financing, and so on and so forth. Um and the and the industry is in for a big disruption. I think it's hard to say right now in which way exactly will be disrupted, but um just the way that uh, i see it i'd love to hear you know your opinion as well on that but um it it will be disrupted and it it is moving in a much more digital more transparent um world do you think that will have perhaps a spillover effect in construction um as well if the banking world is disrupted that the construction world might have to adapt kind of thing Hmm. To, to be
1: honest i haven't Made that connection. Um, I, I don't know, uh, but but the different industries are interconnected. Yeah. So so so, so there might there might be a, a, a connection there. I think what's what's on my mind is that I think it's actually there is a an interesting dilemma because I mean the construction industry and also this. If you take Oslo as an example, I mean the the, the way it was funded or uh, founded was, I mean that was an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, so I think by nature, the, this about trying new things and and problem solving. It should be it should fit the construction industry quite nicely. Uh, but, but but somehow there are just some some factors that when we when it comes to digital technology, it's sort of a different ball game um and i don't know if there's a parallel or even a link to the banking industry that might be um
0: yeah yeah let's see well may, maybe a story for another maybe we'll do this on our second podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> subject, subject to discuss um on another day um, but okay we have velux with with manufacturing and then lego and that's kind of interesting um do you ever see construction moving into heavier manufacturing style building um yeah, and, yeah. And, and and I'm very curious to get the Northern Europe perspective because uh, Southern Europe is is definitely more behind than you know uh, Northern European construction technology um yeah. uh, as a matter of fact Northern European construction technologies is, is some of the best in the world especially in, in in some areas uh with wood construction and so on and so forth so just really curious to to see what you to hear what you see there
1: yeah at least at least it's it's a focus area for us to say I mean how can how can we optim, how, how can we optimize the processes and and, and there we can be inspired by all, other industries and in, in some of the some of the projects you I mean this prefab where you sort of uh, produce things factory-like and then it's a matter of assembling it on, on the construction side. I think we'll see that more and more, um, and and, and we already using that extensively on, on on many projects. I mean, part of the the Auschwitz Group uh, also includes uh, uh, factories in Poland where where sort of uh, the, the different components are are cast and produced, and then they are shipped to the to the construction side and assembled. So I think we will we'll see that uh, more and more, uh, not only on the big construction sites, but I think we also see it on the smaller um, um, mm. working areas, and also in, in the segment where also is not operating, but but, but one-family houses. Uh, I mean, I see no reasons for why they shouldn't be sort of prefabricated in, in, a, in a factory and just 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 brought to the to, to the site. Um, Another element of that is of course, that pose, uh, that poses other challenges. for instance, transportation, then we're back to the sustainability part of it. And, and, and one of the technologies that I, I'm quite curious to follow is, is sort of uh, is related to 3D printing. I mean could we, uh, could we print buildings or part of buildings uh, on site, avoiding big transportation uh, issues uh, and, and, and heavy CO2 emissions? Um, So, for instance, in the the wind industry, I mean, these big towers that are and and we see them uh, all day, every day in Denmark, they are they are flooding the highway uh, and they are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So poses a challenge. And you can say the same thing about the oil construction projects. So maybe there's another way and maybe uh, I mean, there are some quite interesting projects going on right now to use some new technologies uh, to, to approach that. But to answer the question, I think definitely this prefab will, will use that more and more uh, simply because it benefits the productivity. It's, it's just a more efficient way of doing things.
0: How do you think we can finance these innovative technologies? I mean, it's not an issue mm-hmm. to finance, let's say, a, I don't know, an ERP system. It's a significant amount, but it's not, you know, not the end of the world but you know when you're talking about you know a new building technology a new way of manufacturing i mean that takes a significant um, investment um what's your what's your take on that have you faced any any of these issues um or do you have any suggestions
1: yeah i think and that's a that's a very good question um and, and i think i'll break the break it into two because uh, at least in Denmark, we see some some pretty strong initiatives where some of the uh, major players in the industry, they go together uh, and try to solve some of these uh, challenges or harvest the, the, the potential. And that's I think that is needed uh, because some of these projects are so big and so costly that it's difficult for only one company um, to, to finance. Uh, also back to the small margins, yeah um so so i think also the i mean from 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 the government side in, in denmark they are there are some funding made available to, to support these also in the eu so so i think that's that that's one of the answers so these major uh, technology leaps and 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 the, and the projects that are aiming to do so i think that needs to be we need more hands. That that can't be done by one company only. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that I think there is a tendency that the main players uh, are taking on some responsibility and and actually prioritising these development projects. Uh, I can only talk for it but but one of the initiatives that, that that we did last year was what we called uh, digital challenge, um, where we invited all the employees to sort of chip in with. Digital business ideas or problem areas uh, in which digital technology could could solve it, and um, that in itself was 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 an, a nice initiative. But what, what came out of that process was some some really strong ideas, and 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 we are right now in development of those uh, solutions. Yeah. And that has been a commitment from the from the top management to say, now we will do something about this, uh, and that requires that they. Put aside some, some some quite significant budget for that and, and allocate resources to that. So I think I think that that's both that uh, we see some examples on the industry level, but also on company level that that sort of take this job seriously and, and allocate accordingly. Um, so so that's uh, I mean I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of, of, of those kind of, of programs also within the company, and and I think there's a lot of benefits to it. Yeah. but it did sort of challenge, what we have now is some, some some great ideas that are in the making, uh, and my expectations for them are quite quite significant. But it also just drives this awareness of uh, digitalization, what it can do, so uh, what opportunities it can bring. So in terms of maturity, I think there's a positive uh, benefit of running programs like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in the the. Uh, government's um involvement is is also quite important you know we have all these initiatives and the green initiative here and green initiative there but you know uh, i think they should pay a little bit more attention to to construction on the other hand you know construction should um also work on fixing its reputation a little bit more because if you know the government is is going to make a conscious decision to spend taxpayer money um onto uh, uh, construction programs then the construction industry might must, must give you know transparency and um, efficiency in exchange of, of of that as well so um yeah that would be a, a really interesting um uh, 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 uh outlook into the future for sure um uh, yeah but another side of yeah. that
1: is also that i mean of course the construction industry in itself can do a lot of things but it also requires that, the, the, for instance, the government. So, so when there is some governmental projects, for instance, new buildings or, or, or new uh, bridges and so on, they also need to sort of uh, practice what they preach. So if sustainability is important for them, uh, that also needs to be very visible uh, in the tender material and not only on paper, but also in practice yeah and there I must say that there's still some way to go because it is still a matter of price yeah and yeah it's starting to get there but I would like to see that accelerated uh, also for, for for in the private sector but definitely in the public sector I mean there needs to both be a, a push and a pull in the in this agenda
0: you know when we started we said we, we're big fans of sustainability as well. You know, when we when we started, you know, how can you not be? I mean, technology and sustainability—they go hand in hand, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. When we started, we said we're going to go to governments. Um, obviously, there's there's a, a green initiative going around now. It just you know, the the law, the law just passed in, in in Europe, and they're going to be uh, motivated. We we stopped, you know, chasing it a, a few months down the line because, well, at least so intensely um well because you, you know you're a startup and startups don't have the resources but we saw that the governments were the least motivated um uh, yes. to implement any type of technology it all came yes. you know as an effort of you know other parties um and also another part is all these government infrastructure projects and so on and so forth um it it, it just comes down to cost I mean they're the the lowest yes. margin projects are always the government projects and uh, you know, I'm not sure. You know, uh, sure. You know, the, the the politician might say, "Yeah." You know, I'd say save, I save some taxpayer you know, euros here, but you know, what about what about the planet? What about the future generation? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And that that is
1: a, that is a dilemma, and that just needs to change. Yeah. Because I mean, it's it's just um, in in Denmark we have this impression direct transit because then it's just warm air. I mean, then then there's nothing in it. Then then, then stop saying it.
0: If you don't it. <laughs> I love it how would you um soren how would you like to see construction 10 years from now
1: well i think i mean first of all even though uh, what we just talked about i would like to see the sustainability as a top priority in the construction industry also carried out on the projects uh, driven by uh, each project and the demands for each project I think that's that's a that's just a necessity um, I don't know if we have if we have changed the scene in ten years it might be too short a period but I do really hope that we start to see projects that deliver according to to, to this to to the agenda and, and deliver significant co2 reductions and not only on the on the construction process, but also in terms of material the in the building in the in the total lifetime of the of the of the building or the construction. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, that, that's that's my sort of first approach. So I really hope that we start to see that um, related to what we what we started out with. Uh, I, I also expect to see that the construction industry catch up in terms of, of productivity. Um, and again, I do think that that digital technologies uh, and innovation, that will be the 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 lever to do so. Um, I think we I think we within a few years will have all the all the tools that allows us to do it. Uh, and and then it's just a matter of how fast we can we can pick it pick it up. Um, and then uh, then I'm very curious about to see what what happens with the construction industry uh, in general so so how will it be transformed or disrupted uh, by whom yeah because uh, you you never know but but uh, i think some of the characteristics of industries that are in i wouldn't say in danger because it could also be potential to be transformed or disrupted i think that we can we can check mark many of those criteria uh, then it's a question of, of who, who will do that best uh, and it can be from one of the existing players but it can also be be, be from outside um, so so that that's uh, I'll, I'll i'll be looking forward to, to to see how that turns out and of course i'll do my best to, to make sure that that that, that also is, is is standing strong in that competition i think we we to something with this digital maturity even though there's a long way to go
0: you know, my 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 biggest takeaway from from what you just said, um, you know, s- sustainability, for instance, um, culture change. You know, our entire conversation. Um, my biggest takeaway is that these are all goal oriented transformations, um, and you are able to uh, measure against the transformation. Um, and 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 I think we don't talk about goals enough maybe because it's hard uh maybe because we're afraid of responsibility uh but good for you honestly i, I, uh, I commend you for that you, you you were very consistent in your message i really really like that um this is great uh, i don't you. have i don't have any more questions um i really really enjoyed the podcast you know the best part i realized like halfway through as we were just like Daniel Craig. I thought I was talking to James Bond the entire time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you get that a lot? I was just like, as I we were talking, I was like, this is, does he remind me of? <laughs> I, I I've I've heard it a few times before. Um they haven't called though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you ever like walk into a restaurant, and like, yeah? You know, they're like, oh,
1: Daniel Craig, you know, just pictures here and there. Yeah. It's crazy. You like, yeah. look like him. <laughs> But you do know it, it was the last James Bond movie this
0: time. Uh, with, with him, so, uh... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I so hope it, it isn't. Oh my gosh, man. That gets, <laughs> that, that gets me nervous. I really hope it's not the last one. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We really do hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you think that it delivered value to you, please share it with a friend who will appreciate it as well. Thanks.